0: The Make Share, Grow podcast. I'm artist Julie Marriott, and I created this podcast to share behind-the-scenes stories of art, craft, and the creative process. Hey guys, today I wanted to start an honest conversation about art making and fear. I know we artists can have a lot of different fears when approaching our work, and I thought that it would be really healthy to just start a conversation about this and um, share some of the fears that I am dealing with in my own art practice and kind of how I'm thinking them through and how I've been encouraged to move past them, and hopefully it will help you in some of the fears that you may be dealing with in your creative practice, too. Here's a list of some that I think are pretty common fears among creative people. I'll never have enough time to create. Am I truly an artist? Will I make something ugly? Will I mess this up? Will anyone care? Is this too personal or is it not personal enough? My skills don't match my vision for this piece. Can you relate to any of these? I know I definitely can and could, especially when I was starting out making art. In this episode, I wanted to be super open with you and share some of the fears I'm personally dealing with at this point in my art practice. They are a different set of fears than the ones I had when just beginning my art business four years ago, which just goes to show that no matter how far along the art-making road we are, we still deal with fears when we make the work. So here are the top three art fears that I'm dealing with right now. The first one is the fear of what will happen after having a baby and taking a long break. So I um, mentioned in the last episode or the first episode of season 2 that I am going to be having a baby in a couple months and I this will be our second child and um I really don't know what my art business is going to look like after this life change. I started building my business when I had my, or right after I had my first daughter, and she was an infant. And so my business was kind of an infant at the same time, and they both grew together. So I started really small in the amount of time that I had with a newborn, and then things just kind of grew as she became more independent and all of that. And so now thinking about what everything is going to look like because my business is further down the road now and I have more opportunities and I have more confidence in what I want to do and more plans and more dreams and all of that. And thinking about doing that while also having an infant and having no idea how those things are going to mesh together But wanting them to mesh together um, is kind of the top, one of my top fears right now. So I think the way that I've been dealing with this so far is just looking and gaining inspiration from other artist moms that I follow on Instagram and seeing how they've been navigating being moms and even being a new mom while also doing their artwork So one artist that I really get a lot of inspiration from is Emily Jeffords. And um, she's a painter and she has three children. And she has two older daughters uh, who probably are like eight or nine or so. And then she just had a baby boy at the – was it the beginning of this year? Anyway, I think he's like six months maybe or so right now. And so um, watching her going from having a really established art career – Into having a new baby has been inspiring because she took a really long time to make her new body of work after having him. But everybody was so excited and was following along, and she was really open about sharing what her days in the studio with him are like. And he, it's you know, nursing, taking a little break, like taking care of the baby most of the time, and then in between the baby time, like doing a little bit of art here and there. And she just worked really slowly and really gently on her art practice. It seemed like while she was in those new stages of being a mom of a really young baby. And um, so that was really inspiring. And then another artist that I follow, Britt Bass, she had her first child. Uh, I can't remember what time this year, but um, she just completely stopped posting. So Emily Jeffords was still posting, which is like amazing. Kudos to her for even having the energy or the thought process to do that. But Britt Bass definitely like dropped off the map and then came back. Just a, It is just now coming back a little bit after several months of being completely away from sharing her work or promoting it, it seems like, online. And um, the cool thing about that is that I was still following her. I didn't unfollow her because I wasn't fine, you know, seeing things. And I was super excited when I finally started seeing her posting work. And even just a little bit here or there, it was showing up maybe like once a week or once every couple weeks in my feed. Um, And then when I would click over to her uh, Instagram account, Like, that literally was all she was posting. I wasn't missing posts that she was just posting every once in a while. And it seemed like she was just doodling in her sketchbook a little bit and now is starting some bigger pieces. And that was really encouraging, just knowing, like, I really cared about what she was doing. And I was super happy to see her back, but I didn't uh, unfollow her or stop caring about what she did just because she wasn't really present and active in front of mine while she was, um, you know, making the transition to being a new mom. So I think those things are what are encouraging me and knowing that it's okay to take a break. People will still care when I come back. And... um I may have to take, or I definitely will have to take things slower in the beginning, but I can still start sharing that slow growth and that slow process when I'm ready to. And whenever that leads to a new body of work that I want to put out there, people will be waiting for it. So that was really cool. The second art fear that I'm currently dealing with is the fear of painting big. And I know I have kind of talked about this um, on Instagram a little bit in the past, but it's still something that is in the back of my mind that I'm pushing through. But um, some of the thoughts that have been going through my head is if I'm painting a big series I'll have to say no to other projects to get this thing done. And that's saying no to maybe commissions that are much more, um, a sure source of income versus painting something big that takes a longer time and may or may not actually sell. Another fear around this is, will anybody want to buy them? Where will I store all these big canvases if nothing ever sells? How will I figure out shipping for these big canvases? Because I have small scale shipping down, but not large scale. And that involves a lot of research and a lot of testing and hoping that I get it right and charge the right shipping amount. Um, And so those are definitely thoughts I've had around painting larger scale, although my heart really is wanting to do this and I've started and it feels great. So all the way back in February, I shared some of these thoughts and fears about painting big with my followers on Instagram. And this one comment really stuck out to me and I wanted to read it to you guys, this portion of it. So she commented, you will never know if you are right or not unless you give it a shot. Painting bigger offers the opportunity for evolving into something new, becoming less precious with the artwork. It can just simply be fun too. And I believe you will be a better artist for the experience itself. And that I thought was really cool. It stuck out to me as being a really big piece of encouragement about how I can grow as an artist through painting big and not worrying about necessarily the end product or the logistics of it, but just kind of diving in and seeing where this adventure takes me and just trusting that it will grow me as an artist and that you know it'll kind of resolve itself in the end and i definitely have seen that even painting some larger pieces i definitely am less precious about the work and i think that's something that i always struggle with is wanting to kind of nitpick things or um when i'm working small scale you just have less to focus on in the piece and so I tend to care more about all the little itty bitty details but when there's something so big it's more about like broader strokes being more gestural being looser at least for me that's how it's kind of panned out so far which is really cool and really freeing and I think exactly what I need and so um I've got some really good feedback on people who seem to really enjoy larger scale things, so I know that there will hopefully be (laughs) a market for them when I'm finished with this series. And I think I will do a a variety of pieces, not put all my eggs in one basket quite yet, but have some smaller pieces mixed into the collection too. So that's helping me feel better about it. (laughs) So the third art fear that I wanted to share today was the fear of changing my subject matter. So some of the questions or fears that are kind of circling around in my head are when I'm switching from painting florals for basically the last four years, solid, almost exclusively painting florals and kind of building my brand, or my brand around that, moving into painting Uh, landscapes. Some of the questions that are going through my head are, will it look like me? Does it fit my brand? People come to me for florals. Will they care if I'm painting landscapes? And I wanted to share something that encouraged me through this is um, a, a quote, not exactly a quote, but an idea that I heard on the Savvy Painter podcast. She was interviewing a painter and essentially the idea that the artist got across was don't be asking when you're going to start something new, don't be asking, what would Julie paint? What would be the thing that would fit Julie's brand to paint? But really ask, what am I curious about? So he was um, emphasizing the importance of following your curiosity, doing what brings you joy and focusing on the feelings that you want to have when you're painting. And I thought that was really encouraging because I I think it's easy to go all kind of backwards when art is also your business, getting caught up in what do people want to see versus and what oh and what did people want to see and also like what fits the established look or brand that i have been working really hard to create and coming about it from the other end and saying what gives me joy to create what am i curious about what is what is my um what am i being drawn to right now that i could go and explore and I think that that is so much healthier and is way more sustainable. Obviously, I think you can probably tell that really fast which thought process is better in the long run for um, for wanting to be an artist that's filled with love of your art and of your craft versus a feeling of like obligation and of being like boxed in. And so, I think really focusing for me. On just the experience I want to have while I'm painting has been great. I have been thinking a lot this year, and I think this is kind of a cycle I'm on. I have a cycle of kind of discovering something new and really spontaneous and cool, and then doing that for a while. And then I kind of feel like my technique or my attitude towards it or whatnot kind of gets tighter and tighter. Like I want to keep the thing looking like how it did in the beginning instead of loosening up and just allowing like a flow and a change and a play and an experimentation into the process as much. And so that is something that I'm really focusing on with these landscapes is spontaneity, feeling free when I'm painting, having a Playful sort of attitude with my mark making, being way more loose and intuitive with my with my painting practice and with the techniques that I'm using, and um, I think another another thing that has been really encouraging to me, thinking about being afraid about changing my subject matter, is just looking at other artists who I follow, and. Watching as they have grown and changed and played and experimented through a bunch of different subjects, but realizing never has it felt really divergent from what is truly that artist's voice. And one artist that I always think back when I think of this is Luli Wallace. She has gone; she really established herself as painting of painting florals. But then she went on to experiment. As I've been watching her over the last couple of years, she went on to experiment with landscapes, with paintings of interiors, with paintings of nude women in interiors, <laughs> with patterns—really heavily pattern influenced uh, paintings. Um she did a series or actually probably multiple series of marsh landscapes and cuz she's from the south and so I guess there are like local marshes but all of them totally screamed out her voice her hand and her technique and her color palette and none of them felt like it didn't make sense they all really felt fluid and intuitive, like, yes, that's totally what she would paint. And so that really was cool to see that and to see how I responded to that as a follower and as a lover of her art. I own one of her floral paintings and I would have jumped at buying any of those other subject matters if I had the money saved up to do do that. And so um, that was really neat to me and seemed like the the permission that I was looking for, uh, as if I need permission, but you know, uh, it seemed like the permission I needed to just kind of explore whatever was striking my curiosity and knowing that other people, the people who care about the work that I'm making will follow along and will be as excited about what I'm painting as I am. I hope being real with you guys and sharing these art fears of mine have helped you to see that we're all in this together. I'd love for you to find the post for this episode over on Instagram and continue the conversation. I would love to hear what art fear you're struggling with right now in your creative practice. I think if we start opening up about some of these things, we can come together and encourage each other. And then we'll realize that we're really not alone in this at all. Even if some of us choose not to share super publicly about this, I know that we are all going through our own unique art fears, but that we'll be able to encourage each other better if we come out and share with it in our community. so much for listening to the show today. I really appreciate it. If you would like a super quick way to support the show, would you take a screenshot of you listening to the show and share it on Instagram or in your Instagram stories and tag me at Julie Marriott art. I know that we podcast lovers are always looking for more show recommendations. And I'm sure that if you have friends who love podcasts, they would be interested in knowing what you're listening to and I'd also love to hear what you are thinking about the show so make sure to comment about that too until next time I hope you'll continue in your own unique way to make share and grow thanks for listening to make share grow you can keep up with the podcast and my artwork on my website juliemarriottart.com and on Instagram at Julie Marriott Art.